who's a fat boy? Here we are. It is the first day of spring, uh, a day of rebirth, a day of new hope, bluer skies, greenery, hope. Did I say hope already? Because that's what you're looking for with spring, because this winter felt a little tricky on my soul. I'll put it that way. And you guys are all probably shocked. It has only been 10 days since I last recorded. And here I am, back again. Here I am, back again. I just saw a clip for Undercover Boss. Do you guys watch Undercover Boss at home on your internets or your TVs or wherever else you like to do it? I don't, but I saw a clip for it. It's in like, who knows what season it's in. How do you not know that it's obviously an Undercover Boss at this point? How did this show ever go on more than one season? When you're working in a kitchen, and then one day a guy comes in wearing a wig and a fake mustache with a film crew, and he starts asking you all kinds of weird questions about doing dishes. I mean, it's got to be all staged, right? Or do they just always keep finding these places of business where people have no internet or TV I don't do anything. I just come to work and go home and read old books. Perfect. Another season in the books. Books and books. You know what I'm saying? God. So yeah, I saw a clip for Undercover Boss. I just wanted to share that with everybody. If you're a fan of the show, that's great. Um, I hope it keeps going. I hope I hope people keep getting fooled. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit irritated right now because. My landlord's new boyfriend. I guess he's he's past the new stage. I don't know if he's a boyfriend or just a, a partner in crime, non sexual. I, I have no idea what's going on up there. But he can't back down our driveway. So I watch him every day as he comes in his car and he does a donut in our backyard on the grass. And it drives me freaking crazy, you know? It just fucking really irks me. Because we're not asking him to do any kind of, you know, heavy mathematical equation. I'm not asking him to be the next Stephen Hawking. Just back down the driveway, use your side mirror, line it up. It's really easy. I don't even hesitate to go back down. I find it easier to back down now than it is to go forward. I feel like I'm on a going down. I'm on a log ride, in a, you know, at Wonderland, and. There's that moment where you can't see anything below and then it just drops. That's what it feels like for me. I've been on roller coasters in years. Last time I went on one, I got really dizzy and I was like, ah, I'm too old for this. If I'm starting to get dizzy from this shit, too old. Or I've done it too much and I'm near stroke. So I'm, you know, I'm not not that into it. I probably haven't been on a roller coaster in I'm going to say a solid uh, six years, almost six years. I've, I haven't been to Wonderland since my mid-twenties. And uh, that's pretty normal because I guess it is for children. 
but uh, from an exercise standpoint, you get a lot of walking in on that day. I'm going to talk about walking here and there throughout the pod. How much is enough? You know, I'm going to talk about some diets, some, we're going to talk about all kinds of shit today. Okay. Came to this realization. I used to work for a sports store. It's called Sport Mart. And I was wondering the other day, and I was like, do they still exist? Could I go to a Sport Mart today? Because I know the one that I used to work at is now gone, and it's some kind of Mr. Chesterfield shop. I think it's called Mr. Chesterfield. It's the only one I've ever seen. I don't know if this is a franchise, but uh, they, they sell, you know, primarily Chesterfields, which is a type of couch. I think it's just a couch. I don't know. Is it is it a particular style? I'm not too sure. Well, that's what my old sport mart is now, Mr. Chesterfield, I think. Anywho, I looked them up, and they died five years ago. It's practically to the day in March of 2013. There has been a sport mart around for years. I didn't get to say goodbye properly. Just like the cast of Degrassi with the actor who played Wheels. Nobody knew he was dead for seven years. The poor guy. He's down on his luck living in Hamilton. Working at Dollarama here and there. Drug addictions. I think he was diabetic. You know, he didn't take care of himself. Nobody knew. Seven years ago, what happened to that guy who played wheels? No one even knew his name. He's just that guy who played wheels. And then you find out that he's uh, he's he's long gone. Seven years. Jeez. It's kind of crazy to think of. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah, essentially Sport Mart disappeared like wheels. And I feel a little jaded because, you know, I I bought a lot of stuff there when I worked there because I got a discount that was like wholesale plus 20% or something like that. Can't remember exactly, but boy, it, it felt like it felt like I had the keys to the kingdom. Let me tell you that. I just actually threw out some stuff that I bought from Sport Mart. Still have a knapsack that I use today. I've had it for almost 20 years. Should I wash it? Tweet at me. Maybe I should. Maybe I should throw that sucker in the wash. Don't think it's... Uh, maybe uh, it's got a little bit of rainwater on it from biking or whatnot. But I, I haven't... Uh, definitely haven't thrown that sucker in the wash ever. I don't even know if that brand still exists. But uh, yeah, tweet at me. I'll do, a, I'll do an Instagram poll if you think I should wash that knapsack. What else is going on in my life? I went to the laundromat yesterday. I don't need to do that. I have laundry where I live, but I was suffocated by how much laundry I had. And sometimes you just want to throw it in those big machines, get it all done in an hour, and, you know, be in and out in two, you know, the whole load. It would take me most of a day to do all of it. Take me at least six hours here. And I was all alone in this janky-ass laundromat near my house. Disgusting. You won't even find it on Google Maps. They're not even listed because it's so gross and janky. None of the fucking dryers work. I'll never go there again. I've decided that. I've decided that that is a space I will never inhabit again. There's another one around the corner. I'm going to try that if I go to a laundromat. But that one is just so fucking gross. Dealt with a lot of laundromats in my time as a as a young adult. That one's the worst. And it's in the it's in a 
very nice area, but no wonder, because everybody's fucking rich around here. Who needs a laundromat? It's for vagrants. There's so many signs that I think vagrants uh, know that laundromat so that they can sleep in the bathroom or use the bathroom, right? Now there's a lock on the bathroom. You can't even get the fuck in there. It's just fucking garbage. Anyways, I was all by myself in the laundromat. Thought I'd read. Can't. Can't focus on anything in my life. A lady comes in with a tiny little fucking bag of laundry, and she sees that I'm using the big, the heavy-duty ones, right? There's two that are working. Four bucks a shot. You can fit a lot in. She waits for me to be done so she can throw her little load in one of those big ones. And I just didn't understand it. There were so many other washers. She could have saved money, throwing her in, got the same kind of wash. Why why does she want to use the big one? What's going on? Did she really cake her pants? Was there a lot of cake in them pants? Is that why? It's another reason I don't like these in public things, too. How much cake of other people is in my clothes? Caking their pants and giving them a wash. (laughs) So anyways, I got the hell out of there. Didn't fold anything in there. God, just feel the critters on me, so I did it all back home. How was your laundromat day, guys? Do you guys do your laundry? I sure do. I, um... You know, I'm going to tie this next one into more of a, you know, looking at this story of how it pertains to exercise. But I, you know, binge watched. I'm not working very much these days. Uh, so I, I binge watched this new docuseries called uh, Wild Wild Country. And it's about these people that uh, were part of like a type of cult. And they, you know, it started in India and then they bought acres, thousands and thousands of acres of land in uh, Oregon, and they essentially created their own city there. And they're called like the Rajneeshas, they like to refer to themselves as. Um, And they they had a guru, of course, and it's so, like they, from an exercise standpoint, I noticed that there wasn't a lot of overweight people in this cult, and that is because, one, you know, I think they, uh, you know, they're not the type of people that go to McDonald's and stuff like that. They, they grow all their own food and I think they eat fairly healthy Two, It's, a uh, you know, it, it came, it came about in the hippie times. So it's a lot of free love. And I would say an aggressive amount of free love in this cult. Uh, people apparently just screwing constantly. Uh, so, you know, getting really good cardio workouts, never stopping having sex, uh, with anyone too, you know, they're just free. Everyone's going nuts. And when they're not screaming and, and breathing chaotically, they're doing that. Uh, very strange. Should definitely check it out. Um, I had no idea it existed. I mean, it, it, it definitely happened just before I was born or it came to the States. But uh, for for I wonder how many people went went for the the exercise to join that cult. Just like wow, I've never been in better shape in my life. I have to have sex with people in every direction all the time, feeling a bit raw in parts of my body. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely uh, sweating a lot. Check it out, Wild Wild Country, the Duplass Brothers on Netflix. Went and bought some exercise equipment. Okay, have you heard about this stuff? Because I keep thinking like, you know, I've talked about how 
I am going to be done playing sports soon for the summer, most likely. And I can see that gym through my window. Am I going to go back to the gym again? And I really fucking hate it. I think because I don't really like people very much. Learning that about myself. I don't like to be around people anymore. Turning into a hermit. So I bought a bunch of equipment that I can get everything I need at home. You know what I mean? So I bought resistance bands. I bought an ab roller. I think I talked about that in the last one. Just to give you an update, ab roller, great. Joint roller, also great. Very impressed with both. Uh, But yeah, I bought these resistance bands so you can do all the workouts you need to at home. You don't, you know, you don't have to go and use the fancy machines and shit. If you live in a small apartment, they come with door anchors so you can, you know, get all, do your chest presses and your lat presses, everything. You can do everything you need. You don't need a lot of space. I recommend it. And they're very cheap. Less than 40 bucks and they're, they're in your pocket. Comes in a little bag. You can store it. It's perfect. Uh, moving on. I had a question. Somebody tweeted at me uh, to my podcast account and they were asking me what I thought about the 5-2 diet. Have you heard about the 5-2 diet? Uh, celebrities are all the rage with this right now. Jimmy Kimmel lost a lot of weight. Uh, essentially, the 5-2 diet is uh, you you know, you know eat normally for five days of the week and two of those days that are spread out, you restrict your calories to about five to 600 calories in those days. So you're, you know, it's not saying that just sit there and eat, you know, crackers and drink water. You can still have nutritious foods in those 600 calories in the day, but you are restricting. And I think the other thing about it too is it's supposed to help you with restricting calories if you want to lose weight, right, on the other days. So you can't eat 600 calories and then go binge, eat six Big Macs the next day. You still got to eat healthy to probably keep it around 2,000 calories a day on the, the, the five days that you're not fasting. And at first I was like, you know, heard a lot about these diets, types of fasting and stuff like that. I know that a lot of religions do it at certain times of the year where they don't eat at all during when the sun is up um, and have for many, many years and whatnot. Uh and with the 5-2 diet, at first I was like, is this just another thing that celebrities are, you know, it's like when they're trying to lose weight for a part and they just drink fucking, you know, put curry and water and drink it and shit like that, like curry powder and water. I think that's what Jared Leto did uh, when he had to lose weight for that, uh, what was it, Dallas Buyers Club and shit like that. So, you know, I'm always a little skeptical. I don't want to do shit like that just to lose weight and then gain it all back the next day. But I think with this one is something I do because I could do because I already kind of do it in a sense where I don't eat a lot some days and I take a long time to eat, which is not good, I know. Uh, so, I, you know, having one day and then three days later doing it again, with a fasting, I think I could do. And I, you know, I found a site on healthline.com. It was called, they had an article called The Beginner's Guide to the 5-2 Diet. And it's got, you know, it's cited to different uh, studies and doctors and whatnot. And it actually will give you a great intro to what this diet is and what it's about and what you can do. And um, 
just to sum it up, as I said before, it's like the, you have the two days of fasting. Um, people usually fast on Mondays and Thursdays, and then you have like two or three small meals during that day. So if you're having 600 calories in those days, you know, like I just had a bagel today and that bagel just by itself without any butter or cream cheese was 250 calories. Okay. So you ain't going to be eating bagels on the fasting day. Let's put it that way. But you can have, you know, all kinds of soups that I think are a big thing or, you know, lean meats. Um, apparently, uh, there are a lot of health benefits of intermittent fasting. Uh, some of them, a lot of them seem to talk about, uh, decreases in insulin, uh, levels and stuff like that and improving your insulin sensitivity. Also it's, uh, helps like essentially people with heart problems and stuff like that reduces like blood levels of triglycerides, uh, reduces your body weight, of course. Um, but yeah, it's important that if you're doing this, you don't gorge on the days you're not fasting. So it seems like there's a lot of science behind the fact that it's not, there's a lot of people obviously that shouldn't do a diet like this. If you have an eating disorder or if you, you know, have sensitive sensitivities to like blood sugar drops and stuff like that. Right. Uh, probably not a good idea if you're trying to have a child, um, not a good idea, but I'm start at first I was off put by this. And then after giving it some thought is like, maybe I could try it and just see what happens, you know, cause I practically do it anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, at first I was a little, you know, you gotta be careful, make sure you're getting all the right nutrients and stuff like that. But two days out of the week where you're restricting your calories, I don't see it as a big deal. Uh, in comparison when, you know, your five other days you're eating normally, which is, you know, eat whatever the hell you want essentially. But I think it will, doing this diet, if I do it, it will, you know, on those days, I'm not going to want to gorge on stuff. I think, I think I'm maybe at first cause I'll feel like I'm starving, but I think I'll want to keep my calorie intake in check, which I think is what the whole point of the diet is because we in the Western part of the world eat way too much. Everything is geared toward us to keep buying food and eating it. And we, we, we have way too much caloric intake as it is. We go out for dinner all the time. We're ordering just eat and all this shit. And there's just, it's so many calories. Our body can't fucking handle it. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I might try it. I might try it for a month or something. I'm thinking about it, you know? Uh, anyway, before I go, I wanted to talk. I After looking up the 5-2 diet, I was looking up a bunch of other diets just to see like, what else is up there? And boy, oh boy, are there a ton of diets. Like there are just hundreds of different diets that you can do that people, you know, have done a lot of crazy, weird shit. And I pick three that I think are hilarious. The first one, you know, very popular. Uh, I would say even in pop culture, I'd say represented the the 2000s, the early 2000s. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is the Subway Diet. Now, we all know what happened to the guy who did the Subway Diet. 
he's a unfortunately a child molester who is now in jail serving a long sentence for all kinds of horrible child molestation crimes and pornography and this and that Ger- Gerard Gerard Fogel um but this this guy in the late 90s was a was a hunk of 425 pounds just a delicious man and he decided that hey you know what I'm going to do I'm going to go to a subway and I'm going to just eat subs and lose all my weight and he l- ended up losing like 250 pounds just eating Subway and we all know it became a huge thing and he's you know he before the uh, the horrible child shit he was just this pop culture joke the guy the Subway guy and I was wondering what what exactly did he eat because I know since the Subway diet that he you know blew up Subway changed a lot it started to have more choice, more brand. You know, they, they, you know, Quiznos came in. They started toasting their subs. So Subway did too. And now Quiznos is gone, and they're still toasting subs. If you want, uh, Subway is gross. It's not a, it's not a great place to get a sandwich. In, in the history of sandwich, nobody goes to Subway for a good sandwich. It's like fuck it. I'll just want to shove vegetable into my throat because I don't feel like doing anything else. That's why I always get a veggie sub there. But this Gerard, <laughs> Gerard they have his name spelled J-R-O-D. Jared, that's how he spelled his name? I hate him already. That should have been a red flag. Gerard Fogel. Horrible. Um, his, what he did to start shedding the weight, his breakfast was coffee. Okay, so that's what he had for breakfast. Uh, pretty much no calories. Lunch, he would have a six-inch turkey sub with a small bag of baked Lay's chips and a Diet Coke, okay? And then for dinner, he would have a foot-long veggie sub and a Diet Coke. Now, on these, he would not have any mayonnaise or, uh, uh, you know, cheese. He wouldn't have cheese on any of this. He'd put a little dab of mustard or something for flavor, but that was it. And he would put all kinds of, you know, the vegetables on it, the green peppers, the pickles, the lettuce, the banana pepper, all that stuff onto his subbies. And he did this, like, every day. Every day. Oh, my God. This is so boring. I could not do this. This is just too boring. But So that, that, was, that was his diet. And then he would walk. And it's saying here that by the end of his weight loss journey, so after he lost, you know, over 200 pounds, he was up to, <laughs> he was up to uh, one and a half miles per day he would walk. That's like 3,000 3, steps. That's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. So that's all like, and, and here's the problem with this too, which, which it says, you know, why this is, there's a lot of disadvantages to this diet. For one, it's expensive. You're going to buy subs fucking every day. Uh, second, boredom. It's, <laughs> I don't know how you could be more bored from food. It doesn't establish a lifestyle change. So where do you go from here? You know, like, do you just plan to eat subs the rest of your life? Is that what it is? Because, uh, yeah, like, when you stop, what what then? You got no fucking idea what to do? It's great. You should, none of these fast food restaurants should ever be condoning that you come here for the rest of your life, all your meals. Not even McDonald's or anything does that. Where they're like, 
you can eat every meal here for the rest of your life. Has any other restaurant done that in the history of restaurants? Like, I'm pretty sure Subway's one of the only ones. It's fucking nuts. And he, so what he was having was about 1,000 calories a day. That's like 400 calories more than fasting. He's practically fasting. Eating just Subway. What a miserable fucking life. And then he started diddling children. And another amazing feat. How is Subway, how did Subway survive that whole thing? How are they still standing after their spokesman went down with that shit? Unfucking believable. They must just be like teetering, teetering on the brink of extinction. Um, so that's it for the Subway diet. I don't recommend it that, uh, just the thought of it. I don't want to eat Subway now for like another year, but I'll go back. <laughs> Love those veggie subs. They taste like shit. Uh, the other one that I found another diet, this is a diet that people, I can't believe people do this. This is hilarious. It's called the prison loaf diet. Okay. Now it's called the prison loaf diet is because in prison they serve this kind of gross meatloaf-looking thing where they just kind of jam-pack all kinds of, you know, vegetables, beans, breadcrumbs, ground beef, all the shit. They put it into uh, a type of meatloaf. And, you know, the positive about it is you don't have to have a fork or a friggin' knife to eat it because the convicts, you know, that's a problem. You can't be... You can't have uh, crab every night in in prison and have mallets to smash the crab because Jesus, there'd be a riot. Prisoners would be running down the streets with with uh, crab mallets and uh, <laughs> bashing your skull in <laughs> with crab mel- mallets. Oh, crab mallets! Well, that's probably the name of the episode now. Crab mallet. Um, Anyway, so yeah, there's the prison loaf diet, which people are like, "Hey, this sounds like a good idea." I won't eat a fork or a knife. That's gonna, that's great. Saving on, uh, you know, dish soap, and uh, you you just kind of put whatever you want into this fucking loaf and bake it, throw some shit on it, and eat it with your hands, like a fucking criminal. Uh, they are trying to get it out lot in the states apparently because they're like, "This is disgusting." Also, if if a prisoner is eating this, they could shit out like a solid piece of mass that could be used as a baton or something. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the prison loaf diet is for me, but that's fucking hilarious. I love that people are like, "Hey, yeah, that sounds like a good idea." Uh, <laughs> fucking America, you're the best. Oh, uh, now the last diet I gotta talk about because this is fucked. This is just like this is over the over the top. If you ask me, it's called the tongue patch diet. Tongue patch diet. Now it's exactly like it sounds. Essentially, what they do is uh, they put a patch, they stitch a patch to your tongue so that it's painful to eat solid food so you're pretty much can only have liquid it's a liquid diet because uh yeah they put they stitch this fucking like polymer composed polypropylene patch to your tongue uh takes about 10 minutes apparently to get that on and uh it, it sets you to like an 800 calorie liquid diet (laughs) <laughs> so yeah when you get that in, oh no i'm gonna have some bread oh, no, 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 my tongue 
Uh, <laughs> you can't, you can't eat because of the tongue patch, and you got to be careful because your tongue will start to grow into the patch, so you can't keep it on too long. So you got to cut those sutures off, and it comes right off just like that. Uh, I, <laughs> I just love the. I, I want to run into somebody who's just had this. It's like you can hear. Oh, I I can't talk anymore. I just had. Oh, you went to the dentist? Did you have? Is that Novocaine? No, no, tongue patch. You see it? You see it? <laughs> They're sticking up their tongue. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see it. Oh, you can choose the color of the patch? Fuck, they should double up. If I was if I was the guy doing this, have the tongue patch diet. Also, if you're trying to quit smoking, put a fucking nicotine patch into that patch, too. And just stitch it to your fucking tongue so you can't take it off. You have to, you know, you have to stop smoking because you'll get real fucking sick if you smoke while you're on the patch. Too much nicotino. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely recommend the tongue of the three of the Subway diet, uh, the prison loaf or the tongue patch diet. Uh, maybe I'll fuck the five, two diet. Maybe I'll take this one. This sounds great. I, there's nothing I want more than to stitch a piece of something to my tongue so I don't eat ever again. Oh boy! So you know these are just these are just three of the of the diets out there that you can do. <laughs> and uh, I fully, uh, I would say, don't go to a doctor. Don't ask a doctor. Listen to me and get the tongue patch. Uh, you know it's a smart thing to do. And then fucking film yourself on YouTube. Uh, you know finally giving in but it's a tide pod that you fucking eat god damn it isn't this insane really took the second half of this episode really took a turn with all these fucking weird diets but uh that's the world we live in folks we're we're trying to conform to society's uh, representation and 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 what they want uh but uh we're just doing our best so get the you know get the get the bands do some exercises contact me if you want me to point it out on amazon and i can send you everything you need uh and yeah if you do if you are someone on the tongue patch diet please send me pics of you uh doing your best gene simmons impression (laughs) see you next week maybe next week who fucking knows all right guys i'm uh i'm gonna i'm gonna peace out now